welcome to Explore the Word podcast. I trust you're having a fabulous day today and enjoying what the Lord has laid before you. As a pastor, as an individual, I've always enjoyed reading. It's definitely something that I take a lot of time to do, and I find it very fulfilling in the sense of obtaining more knowledge and things of that nature. But as a pastor, a preacher, I really think it's necessary to be reading. And uh, before COVID, I would often go to a bookstore and just look around, browse, just as my wife would go to a clothes store, I would go to a bookstore, just browse, look, sometimes buy stuff, sometimes not. But uh, I was always intrigued by the titles of the books that were on the shelves. I might not be interested in the subject matter. But the titles, uh, I, I, I like to come up with new titles for messages or whatever. I'm not saying I take a message from the title, but it just gives me some uh, creative juices, shall we say, and seeds for thoughts for later. And as a pastor, I'm always looking for that uh, and wanted to be relevant to the people that I'm preaching to. Uh, that's my desire. And as a Minister of the gospel, it's my responsibility to feed the flock. Now, I think you know me by now that I enjoy food. And uh, if you've been part of Legacy Baptist Church for very long, you know that I often mention food in my sermons and things. Uh, But I just enjoy it. I do like cooking as well. But uh, cooking is more than just one thing, right? There's all kinds of things involved with cooking foods. That's what I'm referring to. You know, I, I love gravy. I enjoy gravy. I, I, I like it with my meat and potatoes and my vegetables. I couldn't live off gravy. That I wouldn't live long anyway. <laughs> I mean, there's there's times when you probably do consume. I consume too much gravy. But there's times, uh, now referring to the spiritual realm, where uh, we need to get in the Word and chew on it. And that's, that's the idea of that meat and things of the word and just chew on it and, and be excited about what God has for us and just get into it and, and know it more and more. And the reality is today, in our world that seems to be very hopeless, there is much hope. We are not without hope. I, I remember a few winters ago, uh, I was watching the news uh, late in the evening with my wife and uh, heard a story that was heartbreaking. A little boy around Quebec City, I believe it was, went missing. And uh, the authorities said, there is no hope. Oh my, how tragic. What a horrible, unbelievably huge burden to lay at the feet of his mom and dad. I visited people in the hospital. And while there, the doctors have come in, not all the time, but there's been times when doctors come in and told that individual the diagnosis. And sometimes there wasn't a whole lot of hope. Maybe it was cancer or some other disease, and they had a few months, weeks, sometimes days to live. I remember when I was in Bible college, I got a call from my dad about my mom. Mom had been diagnosed with breast cancer. She was going for surgery and then chemo. And I remember flying home to see her, and she wasn't well. Uh, 
I thought, is there any hope for my mom? And the answer was yes, praise the Lord. There was a there was hope, uh, and the doctors assured her that she would make it. Uh, they caught it early and things, and praise the Lord, I still have my mom, and I'm thankful for it. Uh, but let me begin. I'm already started, but let me jog your mind here. Most people in the world, when they think of hope, what do they think of? What is hope? What is hope to them? According to Webster's Dictionary, hope means a desire of some good accompanied with at least a slight expectation of obtaining it or a belief that it's attainable. The word hope is found in the scriptures 130 times. And I'm glad to know there's hope in the biblical sense. There is hope for you and for me. We're not without hope, folks. Uh, Even in situations that are horrible, there appears to be no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just pitch black in your tunnel. There's no, you don't even know which way you're going in your tunnel. Uh, Even when it seems like all those around you abandon you, there's hope. There's absolutely hope. And that word, though it's just four letters, is very powerful. And uh, the scriptures on hope are even more powerful than just that word. Let me read for you Acts chapter 16 and verse number 19. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Roman. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safe who having received such a charge, thrust them in the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Paul and Silas were doing right. They helped a girl who was being misused, abused, before they ended up in jail and put in the most secure jail. And before being placed in the most secure jail, they were given a beating. That sounds totally unfair. I mean, they were being helpful. They were helping the helpless. You know, in previous verses, they were preaching the gospel in Philippi as well, and they were reaching souls for Christ. Listen, folks, you're not without hope in your personal life. Paul and Silas were going through extreme trial. The judicial system back then was not good. We can see here. I'm sure there was times, there could have been times. We don't know exactly what Paul and Silas were thinking. But why couldn't there be some hope for them? I mean, this was a hopeless situation. You know, they, they, they were doomed. There's no good lawyer to come along to help them. They were without hope. I mean, I, I would be I would be in despair if... I was in Silas's position here. I'll be honest. I think I would be in despair. I think I'd be very discouraged at the very least. But then in verse 25, it says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, and sang praise unto God. Instead of boo-hooing, they were singing. Singing 
to God. But what they, they were praising God. I mean, what? You're in a prison bound in the innermost part of the prison and you're praising God. They demonstrated that their hope was not placed in their circumstances. They were really placing in God, in the Lord. They had hope. They had hope that the Lord, him alone, could take care of the situation. And if they received fines or if they received the death penalty, their hope was in the Lord. They knew where they are going. They knew that the Lord was in control. And folks, we need to be hoping in the Lord as well. There's no too, no problem too big for God. There's no problem he can't help us overcome. Hope in him, not in your ability. I think sometimes uh, we think we can do it on our own and we leave God out and that's a horrible decision. No matter your past, present, or future, you can have hope in the Lord. In order to have hope in the Lord, you need to be saved, right? You need to know Christ as Savior. You need to understand that you're lost without him. You need to turn and believe in the Lord. All oh, that's a hollow curse. At the same time, you put your faith and trust in Christ. You turn from wherever it was, and you trust Him alone. You know, it's it's by faith. None of us have ever met Christ face to face in in the flesh. We're believing by faith. We have hope in the Lord. Uh, we we need to be constantly uh, be reminding ourselves that the Lord is worthy of our hope. We can put our trust in Him. We have a hope in Christ that's not fully realized. Again, we haven't seen Christ face to face yet. Uh, heaven has not been revealed to us in the sense that we've been there. And, and eternity with him has not yet begun. So there's parts of our hope that have yet to be fulfilled. But we can trust the word of God that it absolutely will. Hey, don't be without hope today. With Christ, there is much hope. And you can find that hope by exploring the word and looking to Jesus. Folks, have a great day. Until next time, take care.